Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Big Recon on Sports Podcast. I am your host, I am the Big Recon. Today is Thursday, or as I like to call it, my Friday for the next 10 days. Uh, August 20th, 2020, and we are here live on the Big Recon uh, YouTube channel. Going to record this also and put it up on all the podcast stuff too. We got a very special weekend, which is a little tempered now because of everything going on. But it is Subway Series weekend. The only reason there should be interleague play ever as the New York Mets take on the New York Yankees hopefully two out of the three games originally scheduled if not maybe we'll have some of those crosstown double headers I had promised a Yankee fan on the episode tonight and boy am I gonna go in the wayback machine to find one of those I've actually known this gentleman since elementary school and I'm old he is currently the manager of the NCG Cinema in Kingston New York he is a former teammate of mine here in Little League which again Long time ago. Jason, bringing you in and losing you again because, you know, tech savvy. Jay, welcome to Big Recon. How you doing? I've been very well. Thank you for having me. Anytime. As you can see, I promised a Yankee fan and I have one. For as long as I've known this man, which by the way, that's got to be pushing at least 30 some odd years now. It's, it's getting up there. It's definitely getting up there. <laughs> this has been a bone of contention for 30-some-odd years. Of course, the beginning of it, the Mets were good. Then I moved to Ohio when the Yankees were really good, and now that we have... Um, were, were, were they, though? I mean... I don't know. <laughs> don't start. We're not even halfway into this thing, and you're going. <laughs> uh, so, like we were talking about before we jumped on... Of course, now we have tonight's Met game and tomorrow's game uh, postponed because of a player and a staff member have tested positive for Corona. So first things first, get better. Obviously, that's the most important thing. Oh, absolutely. Um, so let's get into the rest of the weekend. So now we're going to move that awesome pitching matchup of Rick Porcello and Jay Happ to game two. I know. When you and I are arguing over who the best pitcher in the game is and it's all my ace against yours, we get to talk about Rick Porcello and Jay Happ. Yeah, Por- Porcello and Happ, yeah. So here's my question. Uh, you, know. you guys go, it's Happ on Saturday. I know we're going Porcello, and then actually, I take that back. We are probably going Seth Lugo on tomorrow or on really? Saturday. Yeah, they're moving okay. into the rotation because Matt doesn't know what he's doing for some reason. Stroman yeah. opted out. Syndergaard had Tommy John. I mean, the Mets pitching yeah. is falling apart like the Yankees' offense is. Well, I mean, the, in all fairness, I mean, you know, the, the Mets pitching staff is pretty much going through what the Yankees' offense is going. You know, no one can get on the field. That's uh, true. Or, or when they when they get there, in Lemayhew's case, they they swing too hard and they're they're out for ten days. Um, but um, you know, it's uh, it comes down it comes down to depth. You know, uh, at least at least with the Yankees' offense, you can put maybe a B minus level major league, you know, team on the field, you know, but, uh, you know, Porcello, uh, Porcello, Gazelman and, uh, and, uh, Oswald. That's, uh, I don't know if that's exactly, uh, it, listen, it's not the flushing four we had last summer with Stroman, yeah, Matt's Wheeler and DeGrom. What it is, but see, here's the thing. Porcello has been good his last couple of starts. Yeah. He's doing the thing. The Red Sox stopped, didn't want him to do what he's throwing the two seamer down in the zone. Lots of movement. 
playing off the slider. Unfortunately, it seems when Porcello and DeGrom pitch, the Mets don't know how to hit. And when everybody else pitches, they have an offense. So we need to find that balance. We haven't found it yet. Yeah, I mean, the the one thing, you know, you never go into a series in flushing worrying about the hitters for whatever reason. Um, um, That's historically, too. Yeah. um, You know, and they... Especially with uh, with Cespedes going out and you know not knowing, not really knowing where where that big hit's going to come from, kind of kind of what happened in the Bronx the last three days. Um, yeah, you know it's uh, I'm, but Tam- Tampa's pitching always for whatever reason just as filthy when they play the Yankees. Yeah, I was saying to my mother in law, who's a big Yankee fan who lives with us, um, she's actually in her room now because I kind of clear everybody out. But she, I said the same thing today. I said, Ma, Tampa, they're just scrappy. That's all they are. And they've they're, been, since like 08, they've been that one. way. They're 9-1 and one in the last 10 games. I mean, they're oh. just, they've been, they've been absolutely ridiculous. And, you know, I, I think it's going to bite them come playoff time, but uh, Kevin Cash just keeps throwing pitchers at you. You know, he'll use seven pitchers a game. The thing about that is it may hurt them playoff time, but you got to think of it this way, too. They're that deep they can go seven a game and win nine out of ten. True, but, I mean, if, if, you're, if you're using all those bullets, you know, and I understand there's only 60 games, so maybe, maybe it's not going to affect them th- that much. But, um, I, I, well, anyway, get, get back to your point about what's going on in the Mets, and I'll... I'll I'll figure out what's going on with the Yankees to, to counter it later. But um, so so you don't think they're going to throw a doubleheader at us, or they're going to? Um, and okay. listen, it could be one of those like the late '90s, early 2000s, where we do one game in uh, it's flushing and one game in the so, Bronx. So but you don't, you don't think it'll be this weekend a doubleheader? I don't know because they play this weekend and next. So right, yeah. I, I don't know. There's an off day next Monday. I don't think they're going to curl that into. Um, I don't think they're going to do Saturday, Sunday, Monday because I think the Yankees play right. Monday. Um, no, the Yankees are off Monday and Thursday. How the hell did they manage that? I don't know. They got a two game. They got a two game set in Atlanta. Um, after after uh, what, what what was going to be the three game set. So I mean, you know, Monday is available, and I don't know what you guys are doing on Thursday. We got the Marlins again. Okay, so I mean, Monday's Monday's a. Uh, an off day, so maybe, maybe, but, you know, we'll we'll have to see how they decide to do it. Yeah, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope. With this time off, we get Colin Degrom next weekend. I mean, I mean I'm I'm itching for a pitcher's duel. That uh, you're you're going to break some radar guns with that. That's because uh, as as uh, even though he hasn't won his last two starts, I mean, Cole has just been filthy. Um, you know, he's he's constantly ninety seven, ninety eight. Um, you know, his knuckle curve hasn't really come on yet, but his slider has been, his slider's coming in at 86, which is just not fair. And, um, (laughs) you know, he's, uh, he's, and he's got that, he's got that old school mentality that I know you love as a pitcher that, you know, he just, you know, give me the ball. I want to go out. I don't care if I have a hundred pitches. I got a few more in the tank. Exactly. Exactly, and that's why I like Garrett Cole. I know you and I right. talked about it. I still think the best thing that happened to him was his first year in pinstripes. No fans, right? Um, 
and some, some guys some guys are really thriving on that right now um i mean you know when we, when we talk a little bit about the offense you know that i'll get more into that but uh cole seems to be someone who's just living living it right now um a lot of the bullpen guys, even though, like I said, the last couple of days haven't been all that great, but um, it just it just seems that there's an extra level of calm with them uh, to not have to deal with to deal with uh, all the pressure and everything. Um, and that's why that's why I think you know I've, I've gotten into some discussions online. You know the the Yankees, I don't think really care if they finish first or not because there's no incentive because of the lack of fans. Yeah, well, that too, but also with the eight teams, yeah. you just got to get in the dance. Right, right. You just got to get in the dance. Right, and it, it, what is it, a five-game series? Is that? I think it's three, five, seven, seven. Three, five, seven, seven. I mean, in a three-game series, I'll take Colin Tanaka against almost anybody. Yeah. Um, just like, you know, if, if, uh, if things had worked better, you know... Uh, DeGrom and Strowman would have been, you know, a great two bullets to have, or DeGrom and Mats, you know, to, are, are a great couple bullets to have in that in that gun. So. Agreed. And if you were talking about Garrett Cole's slider being filthy, DeGrom throws his at 93. Uh, see, I, I, that's <laughs> yeah, we've talked about this before. I just think that's dangerous. I mean... For injury I, concerns or the fact that he throws a slider at 93 and his fastball at 99? I, injury concerns. I mean, you know, how many, how many of those pitchers <clears throat> that, that learned that power slider have gone under the knife now? A lot of them. Yeah, the one th- went under. Uh, although, how good did he look the other day? First of all, he gave him two home runs in one inning, and the the Mets actually broke in to show him pitch a little bit last night. Uh-huh. He was hitting ninety five on a gun. Right. He hasn't done that since what? Uh, in Fifteen. Four years? Fifteen. Because we actually saw him pitch in Cleveland in 2016. We went out. Uh, I took my father all three games out in Cleveland. Oh, wow. And, yes, I wore the Batman stuff to Harvey Stark. There's a, my wife actually went to that game and let me do it. Um, <laughs> but I wore it, and I tell you what, he, j- he did not look right. Yeah. I think the last time we saw him throw that hard consistently was Game 5 of the World Series. Right. Um, so. And by, the, and, by the way, I... Um, I don't blame him for that loss. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if we've ever had this discussion. Um, you send him out one hundred times out of a hundred. What's that? You send him to the mound to one hundred times Absolutely. out of one hundred. Absolutely, but when he gives up that first hit, then you yank him. In my opinion, agreed. Yes, you don't. You don't let him stay out there for that extra hitter. You also you don't know. call a three-two slider when you're throwing ninety-seven in the ninth inning. Uh, okay. Okay. There. You know. There, I, I probably agree with you. That's probably not his call, but you know. That's what I'm I, saying. I always, I always feel that uh, that was Terry, right? That's Terry Collins. Yeah, yeah. One, one batter too many. You know, he should have been with the way that and the way you know that bullpen was throwing gas at that time. You know, let him have his one hitter. If he doesn't get him out, okay, you had your shots. They had familiar ready. That's it. That's it. And you know. You know, hindsight twenty twenty, we'll never know. But, um, but yeah, I'd anyway. have a, I'd have a hat that says World Series champions, not one that says just World Series on the side from twenty fifteen. Right. Um, 
and we don't know how the rest of that series would have played out, obviously. Yeah, but but, the, the, but going back to Kansas City, you had Degrom and Syndergaard in six seven. Yeah, yeah, I like my chances. Um, and Johnny Holstaff in Game Seven with the rest of them and Bartolo Colon. Right, right. So, but getting back to what I was saying, yeah, I mean, Harvey's gone down, Syndergaard's gone down. Um, you know, how many relievers have gone down because of that power slider? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know that. I mean, you were a pitcher. The, the human, the human arm is just not designed to do that. It's not. Or at least the elbow isn't. No. I mean, Degrom and Degrom is Degrom's the best pitcher in baseball, without question. You know, say, I, I, I always, I always get into arguments with Rob. You know, uh, <laughs> he always likes to tease me that you know, how does it feel having the second best pitcher in New York? <laughs> you know, it's it's fine because you know. Would you rather have, you know, five Cy Youngs or one World Series ring? So That's true. I, I would, it, listen, it's been 34 years. Yeah. And we yeah. get nightly oh, reminders. Oh, no, we get nightly reminders of that team with Darling and Hernandez in the booth, who, by the way, yeah. if you could just watch them once, mm-hmm. they are hilarious. No, I, I catch him from time to time. Because Hernandez is off the off the rails. Because there's no fans or nothing. He's just he don't care. <laughs> yeah, he he has lost he has lost all of his The filter uh, is gone. You know, he's 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 lost all of his give a you know what. Yeah. Zero are given Every night. You know, and uh I d I don't know why, but hey, I guess his job is secure. Um God. you know, I get the I get to see Conan O'Neill every every broadcast, and that's uh, that's pretty fun. I mean, uh, you know, uh, Cone is kind of your analytic nerd nowadays, and darling, you know, and O'Neill is just, you know, he's Hernandez. He's, you know, he's <laughs> he's in his basement in Cincinnati, and just uh, is he really? <laughs> yes. And uh, the last couple last couple games, he's just been going into his closet, bringing out memorabilia. And just, yeah, he's just, he's completely off the rails. But uh, um, anyway, but, you know, I just think that DeGrom, he, he doesn't have to throw the slider 93. <laughs> I mean, no, he doesn't. Here's the thing, though. The one thing I will say about him, Thor is very, you can tell it's full bore. You can tell it's right. full effort. DeGrom right. does not look that way. He looks very, even Cole looks, (laughs) even Cole looks full effort. DeGrom is very fluid. He is so mechanically sound. And like you said, I was a pitcher. It's what I study. As a matter of fact, I'm going to spend the next couple of weeks breaking down my godson's mechanics because his coaches ticked me off. Um, Oh, straight leg in the front. Throw from your ear. He's not a catcher. Yeah. So... DeGrom is all those things. He is down and drive. He is, I mean, the front leg being straight, I guess if you're, I don't know. I don't like it personally, but listen, the guy had TJ years ago. He's a converted shortstop. The thing about DeGrom is he doesn't have a lot of innings on his arm. Yeah. They were talking about that last night. Is that because his velocity has gotten higher and higher as he's gotten older. So you think about the wear and tear from the time... I started pitching exclusively at 13. I got hurt at 17. 
But if I hadn't gotten hurt and would have kept going and God willing would have been able to wear that NY one day, yeah. how many innings would I have thrown by the time I made my debut at right. 23, 24? Right. So especially, it, especially playing college ball. I mean, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I, I'll be honest with you, Jay, with the way the two teams are constructed right now, I think we're going to get a three game split each one. You uh, win two at your house. We'll win two at ours. It would it would be nice to see. I mean, uh, like I said, we we took a we took a terrible beating from Tampa, and you know, not having not having Lemayhu absolutely killed us. I mean, it absolutely destroyed us. You know, you uh, he's is he the best hitter? On, he's the best pure hitter on the team. I mean, he's batting four thirty. Yeah. Um, he hits to all fields. He's a classical hitter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Occasionally he puts one over the fence, but that's not his game. He sets no. the table, and you know you, you can't you can't use predetermined outcomes. But you know how how many of those void home runs that he's hit over the last five games would have been two run shots possibly if Lemayhu was there. That's um, true. And you know uh, at least at least we get Judge back on Saturday, and that lengthens the lineup significantly. But um, not not having DJ there, just uh, it's it's just such a you, you feel it because there's no there's very few better leadoff hitters in baseball right now, and mm-hmm. you, I know I know you like to have the speedster in the top of the lineup, but and I know DJ LeMahieu runs about as well as Olerud used to, but um, a John Olerud comment, wow, he, he is slow. I I have seen him. Hit line drives and people bounce, like drop and bobble, and he's thrown out by like three feet. I don't know how he's an infielder, but um, he's Jeff Kent. I guess, I guess uh, Jeff Kent was a little stronger, but um, just just not having him there probably killed the whole three game set. Um, and and Aaron, and you know, uh, there's a lot of criticism of Aaron Boone online right now, um, and he he. Sometimes goes a little too deep into the analytics. I grant you, mm-hmm. but, you know, fifteen. They're fifteen and three against the rest of the uh, against the rest of baseball right now. Um, yeah, that's. Yeah. They just cannot beat the Rays right now. Um, you know, maybe that changes because you know the, the Rays cannot hit for power except occasionally against the Yankees. So we'll have to. It's. But again, nine and one in ten games. I mean, that's that, that's, especially this year when it's like going eighteen and all on the road. That's yeah, the it, other thing. nine and one in ten games this year is like going seventeen or like twenty-two and five in your right. in twenty-seven. Right. So it's, it's like that Oakland Street back in the Moneyball days. I mean, it's it's or the Indians a couple years ago. Right. Right. However you want to look at it. So let me get into your concerns for your boys moving forward. Sure. Gonna, um, let me jump into mine real quick. Um, the fact that the bullpen can't get out of its own GD way so far, uh, and we have to move Seth Lugo to the to the rotation because you cannot be throwing these guys seven innings a night when Matt's can't get out of the third. And right. I mean, as much as you took a shot at him today on Facebook, Oswalt looked pretty good the other night. Did he? He did. He yeah. i I want to say he went into the sixth the other night, and. Something he didn't have two years ago when he was up, that mid-90s fastball wasn't straight as a string. It had movement on it. 
Mm-hmm. He was bringing it back over the the outside corner of the righties. He looked great. What happened was, and what happened with everybody except your top tier guy, you get to that third time around the around the lineup, and then right. you start getting hit around. Right. Um. So for the Mets, injuries obviously because now we got the COVID thing happening. Um. McNeil is not right after hitting the wall a few weeks ago, or a few days ago. Um. But. I absolutely love Alonzo's coming along. Cano is just unheard yeah. of right now. Do you know Brandon Nimmo has nearly a four seventy five on base percentage? That's pretty. That's pretty strong for him. And he's hitting leadoff. And I tell you what, this weekend in Miami, he or this week in Miami, he went nuts. Yeah, almost hit for the cycle the other night. He's two triples in two days. Wow. Um, I mean, it's he's been outstanding. The lineup isn't my concern. It's the bullpen can't get out of their right. own way. Like I said, Edwin Diaz has been sent here to destroy us. And well, the, the funny thing is, you know, I, I know it hasn't worked out, but you still make that trade nine times out of ten. I agreed. Mean, oh, no, I make the deal, especially yeah. considering he was Philly was the one that was in on him. Right. So outside of injuries, because that's unfortunately the last couple of years with the Yankees, that's been your only real concern. Yeah. Outside of injuries, what is your concern moving forward for this team? Well, I mean, the the one thing, I mean, the the injury thing, I'm I'm just going to touch on it because of something that Michael K said, um, or right when this whole thing started. Um, you know, maybe maybe the problem is, and for for every team, not just you know my team or your team, maybe three weeks wasn't enough time. I mean, maybe that's why, you know, all these things are, are happening. Um, you know, maybe not um, maybe not with Judge because, you know, when you're that big, it's just so hard to stay healthy. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you, you look at the NBA and all their big guys, and they, they're always banged up. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, apparently, apparently Layla wants a piece of this here. I got uh, one here in front of me. Right. Um, Oliver and Luna, the kitten, are off somewhere arguing with each right. other, and the older one, the uh, uh, Harley, who looks like an actual bobcat, uh, yeah. size wise, uh, he's right. in with my mother-in-law. So yeah, right. they've made so their debut just, on here too. Just, just ignore the feline tail. Oh, you're good. Tail, so don't worry about that. But um, so that that's one of it. Um, the I'm I'm not too worried about the rotation. Um. You know, T- Tanaka Cole, Cole is going to be Cole. I'm not worried about Cole. He hasn't he hasn't lost in almost a year now. Um, you know, uh, I'm not worried about Tanaka. He's going to be fine. I know he got knocked around the other day. Um, He's always had a hard time with Tampa, though, too, right? Right. Yeah. Paxton looked really good today until he got to around 80 pitches. So with him, he's just building strength. Um, he had a no hitter through four and two thirds today. So oh, good. Yeah, he's get, he, but he's his velocity's still down. So again, I think it's just strengthening and conditioning. Um, after that, you know, Hap isn't the worst pitcher on the planet. He had it's hard to judge because it was against Boston, but he had a really good he had a really good outing his last time out. That brought you a lot of joy to say that, didn't it? Boston's terrible. Yeah, I know. They are the worst team in the. And I, yet I, we I, only split with them. I almost feel bad. Um, I don't. Almost. 
but uh, not quite, but uh, but almost. And um, and Montgomery, Montgomery's looked pretty good. So um, you know, I'm not too worried about that. Um, the Chapman just came back, and I know Britain just went down with a hammy. That's that's a fluke. A hamstring can happen to anyone. Yeah. Um, I, I I blew out my hamstring playing baseball ten years ago. So. Oh. On, on nothing. I was I was running out of ground ball, and it just felt like a rubber band, just stretching, stretching, and then. So, um, so I'm not too worried about the bullpen. It's just the problem is, you know, if if any of these guys go into a slump, you know, usually you have 162 games. Now you have 30. Yeah, we're just about to the halfway point. Right. You're. We're going to be at the halfway point next week. And uh, Glaber was just starting to get out of it. Now he might be hurt. Uh, Sanchez, who knows? Um, but um, all in all, I'm I'm really not worried about the team at all. It's just they've looked really bad against one team. Yeah. You know they they dominated Atlanta, and Atlanta has looked great. Um, they they they. Knocked around Boston. Not that that's hard to do. No. Um, you know, they played okay against Philly. Philly's awfully good, though. Um, you know, all of a sudden... I would you- disagree with you. I don't... Th- Philly may have swept the Mets. The Mets didn't hit. Philly's bullpen is not good at all. I Hector, agree. Hector Neris is very easy to get to, and the guys leading up to him are... Holy cow. Yeah, but I mean, they they have enough bats where you know it, it not should. to overcome an eight nine ERA in the bullpen. Oh well, okay, that that's true. Um, but uh, you know, DD is on t- and Bryce Harper. You know, we were talking about people who were going to benefit from not having fans. Bryce Harper is all of a sudden looking like everything I ever thought he was. I can't uh, stomach him. I can't, <laughs> I can't stomach him. I, I I know you don't like him, but you know I I, I have a thing for players like him. Um, so you know, yes, yes, he's full of himself, but you know, he goes out there and backs it up, and he does. You know, he, he does. He really is a five tool player in every sense of the word, and you know, he's he's finally he's finally making himself worth that contract a little bit. Yeah. So when you know when he finally when he finally gets his dream and gets signed by the Yankees, Jesus. you know it'll be um, it'll be a really good day for that. Well, I I will say this to you as 2015 Bryce Harper comes to the dish against Hansel Robles in that game that's on SNY right now. Uh, he will never be Mike Trout. <laughs> he will never be Mike Trout. Yeah. Did you this- see what he's done since he came back from paternity? Well, I, you know, uh, apparently once that weight's off your shoulders, you know, it's... Seven bombs in, like, eight yeah. games. Yeah. yeah. And the one he hit the right center, uh, he was the first one he hit when he came back, he's running around uh, the bases, and he points. They put a cardboard cutout of the baby on the <laughs> third baseline. So I'm going to ask you a loaded question. We were just You just mentioned his name. And you were talking about lengthening the Yankee lineup. How bad do your boys miss Didi Gregorius right now? Well, he's, of course he's missed 
not and not not only because of you know his hitting and his defense, which are great, but you know he's such he's just such a good teammate. Yeah, you know I don't I don't know if you follow his Twitter at all, but no, I don't. I, I for people tell me he's a follow worth it. it. It's it's worth a follow just because after every game he never talks about himself. Even yeah, if he wins the game, all he does he's like Nick Swisher was back in the. Uh, Back, you know, back around 2009, 2010, all he does is pump up his, even if they lose, all he does is pump up the teammates. He gives everyone their own emoji. Nice. Um, now he's, now he's an artist. Um, he's, 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 he's like a tattoo artist now. He's just, he's just a really great guy to have around. Um, so yeah, he's missed, but you know, it, number one, where was he going to play? And number two, you got to spend that money on Garrett Cole. I mean, you just I, have to. I don't disagree with you on that. I will say this, as I watch Harper get thrown out of that game in 2015. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah. I will say this. You were talking about Torres finally coming around? Yeah. Bet you he doesn't have to come around if he's not playing shortstop. Maybe. When we but- talked that night in the parking lot, I said that. That that was my one concern with Gliber Torres when you moved him to the more defensively demanding mm-hmm. position, and you had to because Urshela is so good. Yeah, but I mean, and that was the whole thing because if you kept Didi, then where is Lemayhu going to play? Where is Torres going to play? You know, and you know you you can move them to first, but then where's Luke Voigt going to play? And then well, then you can move him to DH, but then where's Stanton going to play? That Stanton yeah. contract is like a weight on your neck. Well, I mean, uh, I think Miami picked up a bunch of that money, so it's it's not that bad. I mean, the player, not just the dollars. I agree. Because um, now you can't now you can't have that flexibility to have the better to have your lineup would be better with Didi than Stanton, who's never there. True, um, and. Uh, you know, I, I still say to I know we've had this discussion elsewhere. I still say to this day that he's going to be unloaded somewhere. Some, oh somewhere yeah. The you know, L A will pay that money, and uh, that's where he wants to go anyway. Yeah, I I can see Artie Moreno paying that money before I can see the Dodgers paying that money. Either way, you know he wants to he wants to go back to California. Yeah, so, and I tell you what, you stick him in a lineup with Trout, Otani, and uh, and rent. No one remembers Anthony Rendon's in right. in Anaheim, and you stick him in that lineup with Rendon and Trout and Pujols mm-hmm. and Otani. Son, oh my God! Yeah, that's not even fair. Yeah, I, 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 but again, it's all can he stay on the field? So yeah, that's that's anything with. You know what? And he's another one. He's another big guy. You know, he's he's what six 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 seven himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a scholarship to play tight end at USC, and he went to play baseball right. instead. Right. Um, and uh, and I don't know if you've seen him this year. He's he dropped about thirty pounds. He yeah, he slimmed down. It was just you know it's just one of those freak running injuries, and uh, you know the the legs. You know the legs are the first thing to go. I mean. That's uh, that's what killed Mantle's career. The yeah. guy that the guy whose shirts on shirt I'm wearing right oh, now. Oh, is that Mickey? It, it is. A, well, I'm not going to turn around. But yeah, it's it's a Mantle shirt. And, well, you know, Mets against the world. Well, it's, it does seem that way sometimes, doesn't it? It seems that way all the time. Right. With all the teams I root for, except for Ohio State. 
who isn't even playing this year. Uh, don't get me started on that one. Right. Because the Big Ten commissioner's son is playing at Mississippi State, but he won't let the boys in that conference play. Well, I mean, that's a whole other discussion. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that closer to the fall. <laughs> right. Right. Um. So, um, rest of the season, we are what Mets are. We're twenty-five games in. Uh, I think the Yankees are. Yeah, I think they're. 25 games in. They're 16 and 9, so yeah. Okay, so they're 25 games in. Mets are 24 games in. Today would have been 25th. What do you see for the next 35 for your boys? Um, well, I mean, they, I, I know, I know you're going to hate to hear this, but I mean, they're, they're hitting the, that, those pitchers that you guys are throwing at, at us right now, it's, it's going to seem like, it's going to be a weight off the Yankees' shoulders. Just and it, it it could be any team right now. You know, it could be as long as it's not Tampa. Yeah, exactly. They, you could throw maybe not the Astros because they'd want to, you know, they'd want to murder them. That'd but, be a fight. Yeah, the, you know, you could throw Oakland. You know, I'll pick the best team in the American League right now. Who saw that throw, coming? Yeah. <laughs> Um, you can throw Oakland at them right now, and they'll just be happy not to see that you know navy and and blue uniform out there. Um, so you know you got the two or three, whatever they decide to do against New York. Um, you know they'll. I'm I'm sure that maybe they take two. Um, depends on depends on how the Lugo start goes. Lugo is the kind of pitcher who will give them fits. Um, but, um, and then, uh, Atlanta, Atlanta can go either way, although they, they, uh, they took care of Atlanta pretty well. Yeah. Without Soroka, Atlanta's going to have a hard time. Yeah. Um, and then it's, then it's three more with the Mets. Um, you know, with, I, I can see them taking 20 out of those 35, um, the way they've been playing, like I said, 15 and three. If you take out Tampa, so you think a thirty-six and twenty-four? Do you think that wins the East? I don't think it matters. Um, I think it gets them into the playoffs. And well, yeah, I'm just asking you. Do you think it wins them the East where they get the bye? I don't know. Uh, it depends. It depends on what. Uh, it depends on if this is Tampa or if they've just struck lightning for this for a two-week stretch. Okay. Um, you know, because we've all seen this out of Tampa before. Yes. Times, you know, they they go on this crazy, crazy tear, and then you know they go ice cold. Then they vanish. Yeah, or or they hit the playoffs and they get destroyed. They get hood stomped. Yeah, right. So, um, it's it all depends on what what Tampa we get from here on out. If it's this Tampa team, and you know. They have enough gas in the tank. All these pitchers, then Tampa is going to win the East without without a problem. Um, if if it's normal Tampa, then you know maybe and and we'll have to see the next series because the next time the Yankees play Tampa, they should have LeMahieu back. They should have Judge back. They should have a full team back. They might okay. not have, but they they should have their full roster. Um, cause I, 
again, I, I think you missed, they probably lost about five or six hits, maybe more from, from DJ at the top of the lineup, which might've made all the difference. Yeah. And like I had said, you, you look at, you look at who they, they threw out Aaron Hicks to lead off. Didn't really work so well. He's not a leadoff hitter. Too many strikeouts. They put Voigt there one day, and even though he hit a home run, um, you know he's not a leadoff hitter. Uh, that that's long past Gardner's game now. Um, you know the the real the only leadoff hitter they have maybe Mike Talkman, but he's so young. But uh, you know without Lemayhew, they have no. You're basically you're starting out with one out. Yeah. Game. Yeah, and with all the strikeouts in that lineup, you can't do that. Right. And, you know, not not having Judge there, you know, it, it puts more pressure on Voight, it puts more pressure on Torres, you know, it uh, it puts more pressure on everybody. And some people, you know, Clint Frazier seems to have risen to it, uh, but other guys, you know, they, they're, just, they're just not, they're not that guy. Yeah, um, and yeah, like I said, it, it'll be interesting to see when uh, when they have all the all the weapons at their disposal disposal at the stadium next time. Yeah, that'll definitely be something to see. Right. As, as far and, as oh, go and possibly fans. You know, they 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 have supposedly a plan after Labor Day if it's approved. Um, I I don't know if Andy Cuomo will do it. Um, I don't think Andy's going to do it. You know, I'm still, I'm still waiting for him to open us back up. Although he did mention us yesterday. Um, oh, good. Yeah, um, he said that we're probably not us personally, but you know, movie theaters. Um, you know, I, I don't, I don't think he knows what NCG Cinema is. But uh, you're the only one in New York. I don't think he does. We are the only one in New York. Yes, um, only one in the Northeast. Forget about. Can't New York. stand where your headquarters is, but that's just me personally. Well, you know, it's uh, it's it's not it's not exactly near the big house. It's it's more central Michigan. It don't matter. <laughs> As the song goes, we don't give a damn for the whole state yeah, of Michigan. Yeah, that's yeah. uh, I told you about my Lansing story, but yes, um, you did. Anyway, um, so uh, you know, he the the one thing about this whole this whole disaster of 2020 um what baseball has kind of taught us is that because of the way you play baseball you you no one's gotten it on the field yet yeah you know everyone's gotten it by quite frankly pretty much being stupid agreed so, yeah you know uh th- those indians players they will <laughs> And on top of that, never mind the pandemic. Never mind any of this stuff. Their teammate just came back from having leukemia. Right. Right. The level of stupid. Right. It's, you know, I, I understand that they're they're young and they're dumb and, you know, all, all young people are dumb. Sorry, young people. But you are. So were we. Yes, very much so. Some, some of us, you know... Some of us it hasn't grown out of it. Absolutely, um, but you know, just but then it, then again, you know, I, I we watch the same news programs, so yeah, 
I guess it's not too surprising. No. Nope. But, um, but yeah, I mean, you you have someone who basically just is probably maybe not lucky to be there, but could have not been there. And for you, for them to just, you know, it, it's it's going to take years for them to to shake that off. If, it, if they ever shake it off. I, I, I don't know. I, I think you know, you'll and, see Clevenger and Plesak traded. Yeah, and but, you know, you never... And the Indians kind of had a shot at this, too, so that really surprised me. Right, so when Minnesota came out swinging the way they've been going, though. Yeah, I, I mean, it did surprise me as much as St. Louis, because St. Louis runs a really good organization. But, you know, that just... I, I don't understand it. You know, maybe, maybe it's, and, and you're gonna you're gonna think I'm talking out of my you know what right here. Maybe it's because the way the Yankees run their organization. You know, I I, I just can't imagine it sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm very spoiled that way, and I understand that completely. And and I understand that's a big part of the Mets' animosity towards us. No. Yeah. Uh, well. Okay. Maybe it's not. But, well, not with me, anyway. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, I just, I, I, I just don't get it. I don't either. I, I don't either. And but the fact that it, the fact that it's an open air, yeah, maybe you don't see Tampa do this because they're in the dome. Um, but I, I think your open air stadiums, you you might be able to figure out. To, then again, Tampa's in Florida, so. But um, so is Miami. Yeah, right. So, I'm saying there might be a chance. We'll have to see. Oh, that'd be nice. As far as the Mets go for the re- for the next bit of this sprint, um, right. I'll be honest with you, my father kind of mentioned this in passing, I'm pretty sure, and they mentioned it on the broadcast. This season of the National League East is shaping up a lot like 1973. Yeah. No one's going after it. No one's setting themselves apart. They all have their issues. It's got to take that one hot streak. And listen, you're talking about a lineup, that one through nine now with the DH. And in the middle, you can have guys like Conforto, Alonzo, Cano, Davis, Andres Jimenez, who, by the way, mark my words right now, will be the Met leadoff hitter opening day 2021, and he'll be playing shortstop. Okay. I found it very ironic that on the day Jose Reyes retired, the newest young phenom shortstop for the Mets hit a booming triple to right center field and was just gone. Um, But the problem with the Mets will end forever be the bullpen until they fix it. Uh, I don't know if it's going to take A-Rod buying the team to fix it. I don't know if it's going to take these guys figuring out that if all they have to do is pitch to the back of their baseball card, and this team is pretty well-rounded. I did this math. Scary. You ready for this? They blew 27 saves last year. They keep half of them. The world champions aren't in the playoffs. Right. They blow... They they save half of those games. The Mets win the National League East going away. Now... Now, uh... How are... What are uh, what are some of the contracts like with these guys? I know they signed Degrom. Cespedes is off. Okay. Uh, Cano's till twenty four. Cespedes is uh, gone. I, I don't care about your hitters. Hitters aren't going to win this team. The ball. pitchers, 
DeGrom is signed long-term. They have control over Mats till after next season. If I had to bet, they're going to re-sign Marcus Stroman. Porcello signed a two-year deal. They have control over Lugo. They have control over Gaselman. Familia's under contract. They still have control over Diaz, even though I don't want him anywhere near this team ever again. What about Thor? Thor they have control through next year. And they will re-sign Thor. Especially if your boy buys a team because he loves him some Noah Syndergaard. Um, And if Stevie Cohen buys a team, you'll see Lindor in a Met uniform faster than your head has been. Yeah. And you'd you'd give up... uh, What would you do with the other other shortstop? Move him to second? I'd move Jimenez to second. I'd make Jeff McNeil a corner outfielder. uh, Because Michael Conforto's a must. An absolute must. Um... If they sign Lindor. And there's a part of me that doesn't want him to. I love when they build from within. If you look at Game 5 of that World Series in 2015, do you want to know when you went to the final nine guys on the field, do you know how many weren't in the Met organization or made their Major League debut with the Mets? One. Curtis Granderson. The o- and who, by the way, everyone adores. Um, yeah. I loved that. I absolutely love that. I saw who was on the field, and I went, wow. These guys put together a pretty good roster from within. Yeah. So, Grand, I, Granderson's a classy guy. Oh, I miss him. Yeah. I miss him. Big, so, big wrestling fan, too. Is he really? <laughs> so, basically, if, if the Mets can get hot, we saw what they could do when they got hot last year, which mm-hmm. was that incredible run from basically the end of July through the beginning of September. They can win this division. Who knows? Marcus Stroman might not back in, just like Mark Hagas did. At that point in time, now you really have to give them a leg up. I asked asked Rob this, so I'll ask you the same thing. Do you you think Stroman was actually concerned, or did did he just think this is just the way this team is playing, we have no shot, and I just want no part of it. I think Strowman was concerned. Really? I okay. truly believe that Strowman wants to come back. He's a Long Island boy. I mean, mm. funny thing, the night before he was drafted, you know where he was? Santana's no-hitter. Oh, wow. So, yeah, do I do I think Strowman opted... Do I think his injury had more to do with it than anything else? Yeah, I do. I think the injury, the pandemic, and that's when all the stuff with Miami and St. Louis happened too. Right. So, no, I I think his opting out was legit. I think Cespedes saw he wasn't going to make his money. Right. But, listen, I got a World Series run in 2015, which they don't have without him. Right. Do you, uh, Who do you think gives... Give me a shot next year. Someone will. You know someone will. Honestly? Yeah. Um, he'd look real good in Anaheim. Yeah. In that line, because he's not the focal point at all. Right. That's Trout's team. Mm-hmm. He'd look good in Anaheim. And they, they have money, Suppose I guess they have money everywhere in Anaheim. Artie so. Moreno's got more money than God. Yeah. They they just they keep signing people. I don't know where they get it from, but they, them, the Dodgers they they just grow it. I don't. Here I don't. here's how here's how they sign everybody. Unlike my boys, yours do this a lot of times. 
they sell out every night. Right. Right. So we're going to wrap this up. You know, I've been going for almost an hour. <laughs> <laughs> so um, please keep me posted on when you guys are going to open up. Uh, well, I mean, it's, it's as you know, it's not up to me. So I know. I know. I, I, I won't I won't go too deep into it because it's not that kind of podcast, but, you know, I do trust the process. Yes, it's frustrating, but, you know, we don't want to be other states, which we have mentioned in this mm-hmm. podcast earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll trust the process, and, you know, he just opened up gyms. We can't be that far off now. No, I agree. So I'm going to wrap this up by saying thank you again, Jason. It was absolutely no, wonderful. Uh, anytime, let me know when you want to come on again. We'll definitely do it. I'm going right. to wrap this up with Jay still on here. As always, Big Reeking can be found on Google, Anchor, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Breaker. Big Reeking on Sports on YouTube. So if you're watching, you know where we are. Big Reeking on Sports on Facebook and at Big Reeking on Sport on Twitter. And check us out on Instagram. I post all the links there too. Everybody have a great rest of your week. I hope to God we get at least two of these games this weekend. And I'm going to cut it off before you can respond. But let's go Mets.